back, everyone, to the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that is me, and, as always, my very, very good friend, Kyra Morrison. How are you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good, even yeah. though I, I'm looking at you right now. It's, I know. It's always a little bit weird. Yeah, it's one of those rare, we're in the same room podcast. Actually, probably next weekend would be potentially the same as well. Uh, probably, depending on when we record. We'll see, we'll see how we go. We might, we, might be, we might be able to swing that. Um, yeah. Cool. What's been going on? Uh, not a lot. We'll, we should probably say straight up. Yeah. We've been playing more Persona 5. Well, some of us have been playing more than others. <laughs> That's why we're bringing it up, Joel. Yep. Because even though I, I've logged more time in that game than I should should have, mm-hmm. for your sake, we won't <laughs> talk about it this week because you've yep. been flat out busy. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, my work is uh, school holidays is busy time. So yeah, At least they're over now. Yes, very true. Oh, I mean, I've still got two two more days. Technically, I've got to work Easter Sunday and Easter oh, Monday, okay. so yeah, I've technically got two more days of flat outness. That's rough. Before we go back to that's rough stuff. The nice calm times. But, <laughs> uh, well, the times when I can play Persona Five, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so we'll we'll skip over it this week. Yeah, like nothing's changed. I still love the game. Oh yeah. The still main reason it. is there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah. But. I'll spoil things for you, and I don't want to be that guy. Because I feel like down the track we might have to do like a like a just persona. Let's sit down. We'll just go. We'll go. Open it up. We'll deep dive on that thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, Kyron, I would like you to tell me what you have been playing this week. Okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of other things have happened this week. Obviously. Yep. The long-awaited uh, Platonic. Rare Vival game came out in the form of Ukulele. Right, yes. Which I downloaded immediately. I didn't play it immediately because I was in Persona 5. Mm-hmm. But I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a couple of hours out. I did back this damn thing. I yep. may as well try it. And so what I can say off the gate, at the, at the gate, uh, if you like Banjo and Kazooie and Mario 64, you will probably like this game. Okay, yep. But there's a very big but there, like a button, mm. like big flashing, like neon yep. lights. Because as much as I love it, like Platonic themselves have sort of gone, they're like cashing in that nostalgia so hard, they haven't really fixed the problems with those, with that style of game. Yeah. Which again, it it's fine for me. Right. Because as someone who played those games, I'm kind of used to sort of shoddy cameras. Yeah. The frame, there's some frame rate stutters and some Ugh. iffy controls I'm not that cool with. Like, but overall, like, as a collectible, collect-a-fun game, it's great. Yep. There's a little, it warms me up and stuff when I pick up a golden quill and it does about this little jingle tune because I'm like, it's just like Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, yeah. And it, it does, it does warm my deep dark cold part right but it's it seems like it's you know if you go in with like tempered expectations and knowing what you're going into you're gonna have a reasonably good time yeah yeah definitely like because the writing's great it's fun it's not it's like a nice level of nostalgia hearing characters talk with just the the sound bite in the background like yeah like that's great and like there's some been some pretty funny jokes like in regards to like kickstarted games and like uh, the great. gaming industry in general i love the quirky weird characters like trouser uh, he's great selling moves i met shovel knight that mm, that's i, I was kind of like oh shovel knight i have to wait a little bit longer for my copy because i backed it i i changed my wii u copy to a switch copy so i've got to wait be fair for like you're not the only one some people are still waiting on their physical ones right and someone i someone who follows me on twitter uh backed the wii u version 
but obviously that got canned, so they changed theirs to a PS4 code. And I haven't checked today, but as of like yesterday, they still haven't got their code. Right. Okay. And that's that was like nearly a week ago now. Like they came out on Tuesday, yeah. I think Monday Monday night. Monday the codes night. Got yeah. Sent out. I was at D and D when yeah. we were messaging us. Yeah. So. You know, some other people are still waiting as well, even though they shouldn't be. Jesus. But, I mean, hopefully Platonic's sorting it out. I think they did address it on Twitter the other day, so hopefully they're taking steps. Yeah. But what, what do you think is in the future for, for Platonic? Do you think do you think they're going to sort of build on this and maybe make like a next level kind of version of this game, or are they going to do hope, something completely different? I hope so. I would like to see a ukulele too that mm. maybe goes like takes back nostalgia, but then adds more to it and yeah. sort of like polishes it a bit it doesn't rest on its laurels as much yeah. as you yeah because again it is fun and it's it's a joy to like to be doing this 3D platforming and stuff and collecting quills and pages and talking to characters and transforming into weird things like Banjo yep. and Kazooie but then you'll like get to a stay like for example the first boss um, again what, like it's not super hard to beat but there's a mechanic like the rolling mechanic where uh, Laylee jumps on Yuka. Okay. Weird saying it like that. Yeah, yeah. And sort of like rolls you around as a, like as a ball. And like when you're doing that in short bursts, it's fine. But there's been some areas where there's been it's needed to be more maneuverable, and it doesn't quite feel like it's there. Right. Especially in the second world when I've started, I've ended up on ice. Uh... So you take you take a thing that I don't don't think works great already, and then you chuck it on a slippery surface. And it's guaranteed to make me look at my controller and go, maybe, maybe I'm good. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm good for today. Like, uh, ice is always such a tricky mechanic to Especially get right as well. Yeah. Like, it's an important yeah. platform mechanic because, like, those are always the hardest areas. Like, yeah. Ice worlds are a nightmare. It's always the thing that, like, fixes, like, that, that switches it up and kicks it to the next yeah. level. When you, you're comfortable with the base mechanics, it's like, oh, I'm going to add this new element yeah, to the, it. The yeah. game is just like, yeah, you've got the platforming down. What if we add a slippery surface? Mm. And you're like, I wasn't ready for it. No. <laughs> but apart from that, like, it is still good. And I have to I have to give a special nod to the soundtrack by, I think it's by Grant Kirkhope. Mm. From um, the old GoldenEye, Perfect Dark Days and all that. Uh, he's done an amazing job. Yeah. It sounds so much like, it's just, some people have complained, but it's maybe too much like Banjo-Kazooie. And it feels a bit like a knockoff one. I haven't noticed. I'm too busy humming the happy tunes in my head and... Having a good time, but yeah, I guess that comes back to too. If you if if you know what you're getting yourself into, and you're like, this is it know, is it is off brand Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, exactly. You know, and if you <laughs> want that, if you want more of that type of game, then you're probably gonna have a good time with it. It goes so far as to even like Yuka, like the the chameleon guy, the gecko guy. Mm-hmm. He's the nice character, like Banjo. Yep, and. Lately, like Kazooie, is the jerk yep. and is always being mean to characters. Always so, the brash one, yep. So that's that's that dynamic is still there. The gameplay is very similar, but like, and if, again, for the most part, it is really good. But sometimes the camera will just hook on objects. There's an area again that first boss I was describing that the camera changes like two or three times. Yep, which can throw your controls out. There's a there's a lift that goes up, and like you'll get on the lift, and the camera's one way. You'll hit like halfway, and the camera will flip somewhere else. I mean, you get to the top and it flips again. And you're like, why? Okay. Why did the camera change three times for this? I don't get it. And it's just, it is just weird because I know there are platformers that they have done have done it better. Yep. Even going so far back as Mario Sunshine had a better camera, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm sure Mario Odyssey, when it comes out this oh, year, yeah. will have well, that's... no real problems. And it just, it just does feel dated. It's still really good. I still it's... am having a good time with it, though. Well, I mean, it seems, it seems to be the, the occurrence. I think, like. 
you can sort of relate it to Mass Effect, like the like Andromeda, the fact that if this game had come out at a different time in, in a in a certain in a time period where we weren't inundated with such top notch like everything from AAA to indie titles, um, that are doing the same sort of things but just doing them better or improving them or making them advancing them further in their genres. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's worth noting, but it isn't as much of a disaster as my Mighty Number no. Nine. Right. Well, that's good. My yeah. number nine was not a good game. It's still a, it's still playable and functional. Yeah, this is yeah. still a good game that I'm still having fun with. There are just like bumps along the way. I'm kind of like ah, mm. I feel like that could have been buffed out, but ah, oh, it's fun. I don't care. It's hard too because like I mean the game's been what like that that Kickstarter was like 2015. I don't remember the exact start date, but I just remember that like even saying that like the way they promoted this out the gate was basically it was it's a revival. So the second that you yeah. go, this is like the the successor to Banjo Kazooie, like that is a lot of pressure on your team. Yeah, we're coming up on the two year. May first. Wow. That was a long time ago. Um but Actually yeah, I it was May first. You know how I remember that? How's that? Because I backed that game while I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> and I got married on the first of May. So yeah, I I remember I was getting pizza in Phillip Island, and yeah, I I, I got the, I read the article about it. I'm like, I'm gonna fucking back that, yeah, back yeah. that because because I love rare. Yeah, and I was talking to, I was talking to my wife about it too, who fucking loves like Venture because we it's one of her favorite games, and she's like, yeah, you should back that. Yeah. You should absolutely put money into that. And I'm, yeah, cool. I don't no worries. Yeah, so it is definitely fun. There is, I'm hoping they can maybe pat like do it. I had a day one patch mm-hmm. which fixed some of the frame rate issues. I'm pretty sure. Cool. The weirdest one still is the load screen. Sometimes we'll get really choppy. I'm like, guys, it's a load screen. How, how, how is this happening? It's, it's got like it basically a tiration of like a couple of things that just sort of spin around each other. Yep. But like towards the end of a load, they'll kind of just stop and it'll freeze for five or 10 seconds and then it'll start again and then stop and freeze. And can you, I'm like, this, it's a load screen. It's supposed to, this is supposed to is, mask the stuff, that, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. How is the load screen choppy? But apart from that, like the game is fun. Fundamentally, it's enjoyable. It's just got some issues that I would like to see them fix. Okay. Or a sequel, just sort of take it somewhere a bit different. Like, where, like preserve that nostalgia, but do something new. Yeah. Nostalgia will only get you so far. I think in a, in a, in a world where we're, we're flooded by nostalgia, and nostalgia is the thing that appeals to our hearts and our wallets. Um, we, we still have... We have Nintendo platforms. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We have a new Mario game coming out this year. We played like probably the best Zelda game in however many a years. A long time. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Let, well, it's good to hear. I'm I'm looking forward to eventually playing it when I get my Switch copy. Yeah, don't, like I I, I will still be. I will still pick it up again on Switch mm-hmm. because again I'm enjoying it and I. It, this will come up later, but I want all my games on Switch. Yeah, yeah. Put no, everything on Switch. This is uh, this might surprise you. This is a fairly Switch heavy episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was a Nintendo Direct, so... It, well, and also, it's us. True. Um, <laughs> that is true as well. It's, it's us. Um, have you been playing anything else? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, as part of the Easter sale that, mm. that's running at the moment. I'm avoiding looking at, yes. Yeah, it's fine. There's a lot of good deals. Oh. Uh, first, I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. So I am close to wrapping up Persona 5. Yes. And so that means I'm inevitably at the point where I'm like, okay, what's next? And I there's a there's a big list of oh, like yeah. of like games that I really want to play but they're also all really long yep so I can pick one 
So I've been tossing up between Horizon Zero Dawn, uh-huh. Near Automata, mm-hmm. and Yakuza Zero. And wouldn't you know it, as a part of the, the Easter sale, Yakuza Zero, like half price. Yep. So I bought Yakuza. You, could, you made a good choice. <laughs> of the, the, the very small, I mean, I played a fair bit, I'm like five chapters into that game or so, so I'm probably like, probably about the same amount of time I've spent in Persona, I would say, <laughs> at this moment, at this stage. This is about 30 hours. Um, in Yeah, and you've made a good choice. It's it's good. Yeah, well, again, this is my first Yakuza game. Mm-hmm. I've never played them before. I've been, yeah. I've been tempted. I know they gave away Yakuza 5 as a plus game. Yeah, I just never got around to it. Yeah, mostly because mm-hmm. I don't want to plug my PS3 back in. That was why I didn't either. So, like, sorry, old chap. Sorry, yeah. You're done. <laughs> no backwards compatibility for yeah, us. Goodbye, goodbye now. So, uh, I love it, for starters. Yep. <laughs> it's immediately interesting. It does feel like just mafia anime. Yep. With, like, realistic visuals yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that is the best way to describe that game, yeah. It's, again, like, that makes sense from Japan, because Japan yep. sort of goes, what if this was more, like, anime? Yep. To anything. Sports, cooking, mafia stuff. Yep. Like, why not? And, and when when you, when you say, like, more like anime, it's like, what if we made this batshit crazy? Yeah. yeah. What if what if you were playing Yakuza, uh, uh, and you were walking down a street in Japan... And those three guys over there just wanted to fight you. They're like, oi, you! And you're like, what? And then... <laughs> and you beat them up, and you earn, like, a million yen from beating them. Yeah, like, and also, <laughs> while you're beating them up, everyone crowds around and cheers you on. Like, <laughs> everyone's like, yay, woo! <laughs> sure, why not? why not? So... There's a big guy that, like, called, literally oh, called Mr. Shakedown I that runs after you. I just met him yeah. tonight. He's a jerk. Mr. Shakedown's the worst. Thankfully, the first one, you get a free out. Yeah. I want to get to the point where I can fucking beat that motherfucker. I'm excited for that. But oh. that's, that's progression right yep. there. Yep. It's like when you can beat Reaper in Persona. Like when you're, yeah. you find Reaper, you're like, I can't fight I haven't this. Encountered. They've mentioned it when I've got into the I, 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 I know how he works in 5. It's a bit different to 3 and 4. Okay. But he's there and I haven't I haven't seen him because I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, I keep, I keep. Every time I go into mementos, I'm like straining my ears. I'm like, can I hear change? Can I hear change? No. Okay. No, good. Everything's fine. Just don't sit still for too long. That's yep. how he gets you if you idle. Okay. Right. That's how I. So I haven't. Been, I'm like, no. I've got to move constantly. Yep. But uh, so yeah, like I want to take Damas to shake down. I want to take him out. Yep. I want to see how much money I get from him. Fuck also, yeah. why can't why can't I just use an ATM or something to deposit my cash? It's the 80s, man. I guess. <laughs> Do they have? Did they have I'm, ATMs in the 80s? I was very young in the eighties. <laughs> Let me using, is, using the power of Google. This is also the plus side of me having like my laptop sitting on my lap <laughs> for this recording. So uh, when were ATMs? Good God! Invented. Welcome to dialogue options. Here we go. Where we dive into the history. Wow. Of the eighties. On September second, nineteen sixty nine. So yes. Chemical Bank installed the first ATM in the US at its branch in Rockville, Center, New York. So why why am I having my character carry around like 10 million, 20 million yen? Yep. It Ca- feels carry dangerous. On. <laughs> carry on. Hey, you can get, I don't know if you've got one yet, but you can get, um, what are they called? Secret wallets or something? Secret wallets? You can get, there's, there's an item you can get that you can equip that basically means you, you um, I it... think when Mr. Shakedown shakes you down, he takes less money. Okay. So it's basically you hide some of your money in your secret wallet. <laughs> I like that's the only way you can stop him. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got a yeah. special wallet. I mean, he, and he still robs you. Like... He's also huge compared oh, yeah. to... Oh. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I am enjoying it. I'm not very far in. I'm probably only like two or three hours in. Like mm-hmm. I'm only just in the second chapter. Yep. It's fun. Beating up guys is currently very enjoyable. I've heard it does get a bit tiresome eventually because yeah. 
I can see it getting to a point where you're just too good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I got to the point where I started playing as the second character, as um, Majima, I think. I have not met him yet, so that's um, on you. If you're wrong, that's on you. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's... um, And he has three extra fighting styles. So you learn the three fighting styles of... um, uh, Kiryuki? Kiryu. Kiryu. Kiryu, yeah. Kiryu. We just watched the trailer and saw their names. That's on for, for, <laughs> for Kuami. Um, yeah, and so you learn his three fighting styles, and then eventually you get to the next, like, I think it's like chapter three or four, and you start playing as the other character. Oh, okay. Uh, and then you get three more there. And I like his styles a lot more. They're a lot funnier. But he has the breakdance style. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard so, the breakdance styles a little bit. And the way that you get that is really cool. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a great game. Yeah, like I said, I'm definitely enjoying it. The combat is currently funny. I love. There was a part where I I like jump from a a, uh, a balcony into a bathroom. Yep, and there's got a bunch of guys just taking a leak. Yep. and they're like, oh shit, we've got to fight this guy. Throw a couple of them out the window. Yep, <laughs> slam their heads into the <laughs> urinal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so it's satisfying, and also just walking around the streets. I'm a sucker for that. Like, I went and had a beef bowl. Yep, because it's Japan. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. So yep. absolutely, I was, I was I was hurting from that fight in the bathroom, yep. so I needed yeah, to get exactly. some help. So I just had a beef bowl to relax. It's uh, it, it's cool. Like considering that game is like, uh, like a mid generation PS3 game. Yeah, yeah. And, and it does show, but it's also it has this moment where it's really pretty. It also runs nicer as a result. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm never opposed to that, really. If if that's a compromise, like even with like the remastered games we get, it's like, hey, it runs at 60 FPS. Yeah. Like, that's fine, and because it's all like that bright neon eighties aesthetic as well, it's it it does it's a lot more appealing and it, it looks a lot nicer at lower quality. <laughs> so it yeah, it still yeah. looks good. Uh, but yeah, I do love how packed it is with ridiculous side activities. Like I did try the karaoke. Yep, it's very fun. Have you tried dancing yet? I did. I sucked. Yeah, it it takes a couple of goes to get so bad. At it's it. like a weird puzzle game that you've got to. Yeah. Oh my god. I did some bowling. Yep. I made friends with the chick who works there. I actually haven't been bowling yet. Because she, she, uh, she has a quirk for enjoying people's bowling form. <laughs> so that like triggered a friendship meet. I'm like, cool, I guess we're going to be friends. That's fine. It's, it's mafia persona. It it's, is. oh, so, but with like brawler combat. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, I'm early on, but I'm definitely enjoying it. And as soon as I polish up persona, that's my, it's my next Yeah. Game. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to go back to it as well I, I don't know if straight away i'm thinking maybe toning down the crazy japanese stuff for a game so i'm thinking about going to maybe horizon because i know that's about 30 hours i should probably play horizon because so far like i've noticed every game i played has been japanese that's true <laughs> yep yep i went from resident evil to zelda yep i dabbled in mass effect then persona yep. and now yakuza and then probably Nier is next. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list as well. But so um, I like, probably should have played Horizon, but I couldn't say no to half price. Yeah, oh, god, yeah. And it is a really good one for. I mean, I've never played any of the in the series. I'm talking like I'm like fucking Mister Yakuza here, but like <laughs> Mister Yakuza, I've never played. Out of the two of us, you are the most Yakuza. Though. Yeah, yeah, I've I've played just that tiny little bit more, but it's yeah, it's a really good entry point because it is a prequel and it's a it's origin story for the two characters that are prominent in later games so and the next game that comes out this year is a remake of the first exactly so Perfect. it's a good lead into it um which i don't know when uh kiwami is set 
I'm not sure. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a, it's the first game remade. So yeah, exactly. That's the so. important thing. But yeah, no, I'm definitely enjoying Yakuza 0. Mm. And we were saying before too how it's good that the game, because it's not dubbed, it's all it's yeah. all subbed. It's all, all Japanese. Original it? Japanese. And I love it for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have been weird if I'd booted up that game and everyone was talking English. I'm like, yep. yeah, nah, guys, you, you're Yakuza. You it's... guys are straight up Japanese. But uh, because of the design is like realistic, it's not stylized or cartoony or anime yep. it would have been strange but thankfully it's just not sub yep perfect yep it, like and we were saying too like Persona gets away with things like Persona get away with it to an extent because for me especially because like, like I, I generally watch anime uh, dubbed anyway yeah I mean so it's like it, it it's, it's an anime game it's a playable anime so like you are used to sort of the tropes of anime voice acting and, and, and dubs. Well. Yeah, definitely. Like, mm. And I think it is mostly the style that makes me happy that Yakuza is subbed because, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be weird if there were all these like tough Japanese gang members spouting out English catchphrases. I'm like, yep. nah, guys, we're in Japan. It makes it crazy too. Like, it, it adds to the crazy factor a little bit as well. Like, it, it, yeah. it definitely kicks up a notch. Like, that, that, that fight you did tonight you were talking about oh, against the, the, the first, first real boss, boss fight yeah. yeah yeah that that would have been weird in English in Japanese yeah. it's it's so he kicked my ass a couple of times he was a jerk he's tough yeah um, I think he's lost a pinky there now so yeah yeah he is now down one pinky unfortunately for him yep he's all about honour wow. he had to face he, the consequences he didn't want to do it you could tell <laughs> they goaded him into that he was not happy about it yeah uh, but yeah no definitely enjoying Yakuza 0 at the moment I assume it'll continue to be good. Yeah. But it's, it's it early gets, days. It just gets ridiculous. Like, and that's, it, that's what I'm here for. When you get introduced to that next character that you play as, that there's like a, it's, a, it's like maybe like a 15 minute cutscene, but it's really good. <laughs> it's really, really fucking good. Again, it was weird enough doing dancing as, as the character I have already. Yeah, because he's super serious. He's like in a steely face. And <laughs> yeah. He's like in there like dancing up a storm. I made sure to pick the idol song because it just felt right. Yep, yep. <laughs> To did make you, him really dad his masculinity. What did you pick for the karaoke song? Because in the tutorial, you oh, have to do I a karaoke song. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. I did, like, it's great. I love the karaoke. Do they, all, do they all have the same, like, stuff that happens during it? No, they change. Okay, I have one with, like, a band, like a rock yeah, band. Yeah, that's what I did as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like an 80s hair metal band. Yeah. <laughs> it was like half, Basically, what happens when you do karaoke, um, it comes up with, like, like, very, like, the Japanese karaoke lyrics on the screen. And in the background, it's because like like sweeping shots of you singing. But about halfway through, if you're doing really well, it changes into like some sort of like representation of the song. Um, I had another really weird one that was like him sort of like longingly, almost like the cliche um, standing on a beach kind of thing. <laughs> like it it got real weird. I like that up that first karaoke as well. Like the guy that you're hanging out with immediately starts busting your ass about it oh yeah yeah and you and your guy's like you told me to take it seriously yeah, come on like you know <laughs> i'm not gonna fuck around there's at the point when we're like one of the 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 bar owners comes over and is like you did a really good job and like i don't know. i don't think he says it in that one ah, okay i think yeah. it's mostly just the other guy going wow you take karaoke really seriously and your guy's like yeah you you asked me to exactly like you know so of course i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna mess around um no every time you karaoke after karaoke after that um, the bar owners always come over and they're like, "Well done, you, <laughs> we could get you a job here." And he's like, "Thanks, no, I'm already, I've got, I've got a job, mate." Yeah, I've got a lot on my plate. I got like fifty million yen in my pocket. <laughs> I don't think I need your gainful employment. <laughs> you can hang on to that one. <laughs> oh boy, 
But uh, that, those are the main two things that I've been playing on my own. Mm-hmm. The next one is something that you can join in with, so you can lead the, dis- the discussion on it. Yep, this is pretty much all I've been playing this week, apart from whatever Persona I've played, and also the game of work. Working is not a great game, <sighs> no. but it, uh, it it pays off in the long run. The graphics are okay, but the gameplay is pretty monotonous. It um, is, and the narrative is not always great. No, no, it has its ups and downs. Um can drag sometimes yeah but we have been playing we played a little bit of the new overwatch event overwatch uprising um which is the first in-game event yeah uh, i i you can, there's World. probably a weird argument to make for summer games but that still feels olympic based. yeah yeah this is like de- that was like, a, that was definitely a tie-in though yeah yeah this is like in universe like and yeah and, and, event that happens in the game it's narrative based like this yeah, is yeah. We're, we're getting a bit more information about how we got to where we are in the world of overwatch um which is cool the comic that led into it was really good as well um uprising that was what uprising oh yeah it was cool i still don't care about anything that jack morrison's in yeah <laughs> nah. i know his his purpose is to be that character yeah but he's just boring and yeah. i don't care yep no it's true um the stuff we trace is really good too she gets, she gets, uh, she basically gets her, her her signature line in that comic as well. She does, and she gets a, a new rivalry with Genji as well. Yeah, yeah, and to an extent, Torbjorn. I guess Torbjorn's pretty hostile towards her when he first meets her. <laughs> and like, it's weird to hear Torbjorn being hostile. I mean, I guess because Torbjorn's one of the veterans. I guess yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. He's like, oh, another one. Don't worry, the cavalry's here. That's okay, she can rewind time. Yeah. It's useful, Torbjorn. She's fucking great. You have a turret. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. But yeah, it's I'm, I'm... So, along with the, the usual trimmings that you get with an Overwatch event, like more skins, more uh, highlight intros, more sprays, more... Like two new voice lines for every character. Yeah, yeah. It's like, there's a fair bit of stuff with this one, and not just, like, sprays. So there's like a, a hundred new items, I so, think. Uh, yeah, about that. Over a hundred items or something. Um, and you know, many more loot boxes to get. Um, oh, I've been getting so many grays and blues. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Just garbage. Yep. All the dupes. Um, they should just call them duplicate boxes. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, at you, least you get currency for it. I mean, not much, but not much, bit, not uh, enough currency. No, no. Uh, but it also came with a new PVE event, which seems to, that seems to me feels like they've built on the Junkenstein event. And sort of gone, listen to what the community was saying about that. Because that, that was obviously a test for them. Going, well, just put the feelers out, see if people are into this. People obviously were, but they wanted more. I feel like they've given us more with this one. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, we did, we talked about the Junkrat one last year. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Yep. My main complaint was it was just waves. Yeah. So it wasn't one I would go back to. Like, yeah. I kind of played it for a night and was like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I played it for a little bit and like... The other thing is the XP gain it, from it was not yeah, not enough no. to warrant playing it. But this one, this one is fantastic. Yep. For a multitude of reasons. Um, this one's not just a one area that you're in. It's basically the whole King's Row map. Because the, the story of it is you're playing um, the Omnic Uprising in King's Row. Um, and a little bit of the backstory is that basically the UK don't want Overwatch interrupting or meddling with what's going on. Things are bad. The Omnics are taking over, taking people hostages, killing civilians. It's pretty rough. Um, eventually, 
um, you get the call and just go, fuck it, we're going in. Yeah, Jack and Anna, I think, send you in. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how it goes in the comic. Yeah. I think Tracer sort of sways Jack a little bit. Yeah, because Tracer's like, it's my, it's my homeland. <laughs> like, why are we not doing anything? Yeah. Which um, I guess is a relatively good argument. Yeah, but also, too, she just got into, <laughs> yeah, into yeah. Overwatch at that point. She just rocks up and goes, hey, can we help my country? Yeah. Like, mm, I, I guess, my, I guess. Yeah, Jack's like, you've been doing really well in your training. Welcome to Overwatch. She's like, great, first call of order. <laughs> Fix my fucking country. Um, good point, I guess. That's fair. Yeah, and then they, they off they go. And so, yeah, you play through. You can play with set heroes, which is a, is, is a, a four-player pve experience so uh, and you're basically fighting hordes of different types of omnics um and yeah you can play as set heroes which is tracer torbjorn reinhardt and mercy yes and it's worth mentioning if you play that as well like they have they all have dialogue yep so it sort of plays out like a story mission as well exactly like, yeah like when so, certain things happen characters will say stuff and there's just some good there's some fun character moments in there yeah specifically between like Torbjorn, Mercy, and Reinhardt. Yeah. Very funny. Because they're like, you know, they're, they're the OG crew. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, off to, off to another, um, on another mission together. Um, but you can also play it uh, this time around with any heroes. Thank. So that's the thing that I hated most about the Junkrat one. Mm-hmm. The way they could have kept me going back to that is if I didn't have to play the same four heroes. Yeah. But and it's I, cool because it adds a new layer of like, you being able to tool around and go, all right, I wonder what, I wonder what would happen if I played as honor in this map. I wonder what happened if I played as Bastion. <laughs> yeah, basically you win. Is yeah. what happens if you have a Bastion on your team, like you win. You just you just have a good time. We, we had a pretty good combo with like Bastion and Risa, <laughs> and then like either a Reaper or a Tracer and a Mercy or a Zenyatta Lucio. or a Lucio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, basically, you win. Like we 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 rolled hard mode like quite a few yeah, times. I think we need to make, maybe knock it up to legendary next I time. reckon we might. I reckon we're ready for it. I think it's, uh, you know... It's, not not until the reset, though. No, no. Once we need to get those loot boxes, which is another good point about this event. So, the way that they've uh, dealt with... You do get more XP for it this time as well, I think, don't you? You get a little bit more... Yeah, well, some, of, some of the like hard mode runs, I was pulling about 4,700 yeah, experience, which is like a quarter of a level. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's really good. Really good. On top of that, it also works because it is in the arcade. It also counts as your like nine weekly arcade games. Yeah. So every, the way that works is if you're not too familiar with it, um, every three levels for the first nine victories that you have in arcade mode a week, every three levels you get a loot box. So excellent. <laughs> so it's basically three loot boxes for for nine wins, um, which is great. Um, and with this event, it's relatively easy to do. Yeah, because so. that's the thing. Like, in arcade, like, depending on the mode you play, it can be annoying sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yep. But, but, like, in this one, you can just, if you really want, just knock it to normal. Mm-hmm. Just roll it. Yep. Yeah, at least for your first nine ones. And yeah. then after that, then you can go, all right, I want to get the XP from this. And just, yeah. Then like, you knock up to hard. I think we got, like, I only play it because I, I had to wait for mine to download. You guys had already played a few rounds. Um, but by the time I got in, I think in the few hours we played, I think I got like at least four loot boxes. I got heaps. Yeah. Like it was, you know, I got fucking garbage from them, but oh yeah. Yeah. It's always garbage. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's, um, but I got, I got loot boxes and I got excited for a little bit. So. I had to buy the one thing I wanted from that DLC. Yes. And which was, it was the selfie highlight intro from diva. Like Fuck it was yeah. never going to be anything else. Yeah. I woke up 
to a message from from my housemate and now because we have a we have obviously have a, have a group chat yep. because that's how you exist on facebook these days exactly you will have group chats so I woke Especially up... Especially when, like, most of us are in two different towns as well. Like, yeah. it's a good way to for us to talk. So, I had recently been complaining, because I was like, ah, there's never anything in these updates I want or need, so whatever. But then Blizzard were like, what if we gave you a new highlight intro for D.Va, where she jumps out of her mech, blows it up, but as it's exploding, she pulls out her phone and takes a selfie. Yeah. To which my response was, I will buy it immediately. Absolutely. With my in-game credits. Yep. Um, it looks great. I love it too. It's so fun. I hadn't actually looked at any of the skins or anything like that, apart from the ones you see in the trailer for, yeah. for Insurgents Uprising <laughs> Infiltration. I don't know. <laughs> um, in whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, so, and so you were like, you need to go look at this one right now you when have, I boot up the game. You have to look at the Diva one and the Torbjorn one. The Torbjorn one's great as well, yeah. Because he had... Like, so the Torbjorn one, just to fill you in, is it's called My Baby. Yep. Which, if you played over what she calls his turret, his baby. So basically, it's a highlight intro where he's got a photo album mm-hmm. of him with his turret. Despite the fact that apparently Torbjorn has real children. Yeah, he does <laughs> too. That was established at Christmas time. <laughs> I guess the turret's more useful. I, yeah. Maybe it was his first. Maybe it was his first. You know. He worked on that at a young age and he had an actual family, yeah. Basically, his highlight intro is him just showering his turret with love and, like, looking at some photos that he's got with it. Like, cuddling up. Yeah. It's, so, it's, it's actually quite adorable. Um, but, yeah, like, this, the, the PvE event is really great. I love it because that's what I want from Overwatch. Apart from, I, I, you know, I love the core Overwatch gameplay of, like, you know, 6v6 jumping into, you know, uh, controlling points or moving a payload that that's great i mean the thing especially for for what overwatch does for like with for a game of such little content you could mm-hmm. argue like basically you see the map and that's when you start going all right who am i gonna play as yeah exactly so all right we've got this strategy like you got to that point that you're really good up there with yeah. this character and then yeah and then and then it's also that that there's also the, the next layer of that was when the game starts and it all falls apart and you're like yeah fuck what do we do now now i'm gonna change someone else because this is not working yeah um, Which is basically our jam, really. Yeah, exactly. But for a game that doesn't have any single-player story-driven content, these little bite-sized pieces, and we've said this before, we said this with Junkenstein, and we've said it on other podcasts before, that this is, I think, the way that... I think that they're going to do this from now on uh, in terms of dishing out playable story content, uh, and I think it's the way that they should be doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do want to... I want this to stick around mm. because not only is it really fun... I think it's also the best way to introduce players to how to play the goddamn game. Yep. Because as we mentioned, like, Junkenstein was waves, so you would be in one point and enemies would come to you. Mm-hmm. No problem. That's yep. fun, but it gets old. There's no real traversing the map. Yeah, this yep. one takes you through King's Row, as we said. Yep. And first of all, your first job is to hack and hold three points, which is very similar to capturing. Mm-hmm. To capturing points, which yep. players need to learn how to do. And then after that... You have to go secure a payload yep. and walk it to the objective. Another thing that it's helpful to teach yep. players how to do. And the payload has a health bar as well, so yes. you, you can't let it get attacked too much. So you've also got that element to it as well. Which it, does, it doesn't have health bar in regular matches, no. but I guess it, if it helps people see the payload is important. Then exactly, yeah. Make sure you need to protect this thing, yeah. Please stay with the payload. Uh, and then you've got that final push to the, to the end. Because... Yeah, which feels like the boss. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, because you're basically fighting... For Orisas, we and like some four. jerk bastions. Yeah, so there, there are much like in the um the Junkenstein one, there are 
other heroes that different versions of them. So obviously they're all omnic version, uh, um, omnic heroes. So things like Bastion and Orisa. Um, I think that's the only two, isn't it? Yeah, the other ones are all just sort of like just variations of like omnic troops. Like there's the little little dog ones that attack the payload. Yep. There's the slices. Yeah, there's the grunts. Mm. And then there's the ones with the shields, and there's the bombs. Yeah. Yeah, which are yeah, just a giant bomb. Which honestly, that's that's probably just enough enemy variety. Yep. And as a nice quirk, if you lose mm. the match, like the Omnics get their victory screen where they're yep. all just lined up and you're like, oh, like, yeah, we lost to the Omnics. Yeah, it's great. Which, but, is, which is fun. But yeah, like that final boss boss part is uh, you, you face off against, yeah, four Orisas and uh, yeah, a couple of dickhead Bastions. Which feels true to Bastion, really. Yep, yep. They sit. There's one that camps, Ugh, like legitimately camp. just sits and camps. Yeah. There's one that's at, like when you come around Kings Row towards where the defenders would come out of. Yep. That's just sitting off to the left. Yep. Off, I guess the right from where he's coming out of, and oh, I hate him so much. Yep. Classic Bastion. It is. Yep. Especially when you, you're trying out, and Arissa will throw out like a gravity ball. Yep. And just like rips you out of cover. You're like, no, the Bastion can see me. <laughs> I don't want to be here. I can't help but think that. This is like the devs, like, like sneakily trolling everyone, just going. We know what you're doing. Yeah, we've watched. We watched all the data that you we, we're collecting from you guys. This is, you know, don't get mad at this because you've fucking done this before. Yeah, right, you've been enough. this bastion. Yeah, you've you've been that person. You've been that guy. Um, but yeah, I I think this is really great, and like, like you said, I think it's a really good introduction to the game. I think it's a better tutorial. And also adding on to the fact that you can play it as any hero. So it's a good way to test out a character. You're like, I'm really interested in that character, but I don't want to play as them in even in a quick play match where you do need to be focusing on the objective. You do need to be focusing on the objective in this, but it gives you a chance. The stakes are a little bit lower. It's definitely been a good place to play around with Orisa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm still I'm still scared to pick her in other matches. I'm like, no, I'll die. Yeah, I don't I don't know you yet. I yeah. don't know I don't but know how been, this works. I'm able to play with her a bit, and she's I'm now enjoying her more. Yep, yeah, I haven't had a chance to play with her much as well. I was just sort of playing the uh, either the healer or DPS roles or Bastion. Yeah, or Bastion. I had to go Bastion. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun for when you for someone who stays in one spot and just shoots lots of it bullets. Just mows people down. <laughs> like there's omnis coming around the corner. It's almost comical to see they come around the corner and just falling over each other. It does make you feel a bit bad though. Like I have yeah. seen some outlets reporting how it's just like Overwatch comes to London and kills these slaves that are basically trying to rise up against their their owners and you're just mowing them down. I'm like, that's a different angle that I didn't consider. Yep. Yep, we're the heroes. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's why the UK did like. That's, maybe that's why London did want yeah. Overwatch interfering. It's like, come on, guys. Maybe Overwatch the bad guys here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but it, it is a lot of fun, and it's. I I am excited because obviously they're going to do more of these. I hope so. I I I, I have. I'm, I'm like seventy five to eighty percent sure they're going to do more of these. They'd be they'd be very silly if they didn't. I want a campaign like this, Joel. I want to like. We discussed this in our party chat while we, we were did. playing. I want like a six to eight count, like hour campaign. Yep, like a co-op campaign mode. Like playing it with the set heroes, there is some fun dialogue and the dun- like. One of the main things that keeps me in Overwatch is the characters. Yep, and hearing those characters talk to one another is always good. Yep, exactly. Especially when they add in new lines. You're yeah. Like, oh, what was that relationship? <gasps> Which actually I found out today. Um, Ash was telling me about there's a spray for Widowmaker in this update. That's a picture of her and her husband on their wedding day. 
And basically the backstory is there that she, and I think she ended up having to go on an assignment to kill him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's like super depressing. And they explain the reason why she's blue is because they had altered her so much and fucked around with her, like, makeup so much. Because she's a sniper, they lowered her heart rate so much so she could focus and zoom in so properly that her skin turned blue. There you go. I was like, makes sense. That's, that's in, in the world of Overwatch, I'm like, <laughs> that, that's legitimate. Okay, that's a fairly good reason. Uh, well, they also added Spray for Farah, which also features her father by the looks of it as well. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Oh, this game is just... It's nearly a year old. It's nearly a year old, and we're still just as excited to talk about it and play some new stuff. Like, it's... Oh, that blizzard magic. Yep, yep. Now, you were saying about you wanted to play a six to eight hour like co-op campaign. Absolutely. Would you pay more for it? Absolutely. Yep, me too. <laughs> I, would, I would buy a pass for that. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I, even like... I mean, I bought... I pay, what was it? $58 for Titanfall 2 when it came out. And I only played that campaign. And I really enjoyed it. And then I traded it in. But... I still really enjoy that, and I don't regret the $58 I spent on it. I mean, here's the thing for me, at least. Like, specifically with Overwatch, I bought the game at launch. Mm-hmm. I paid, I think, maybe 70 bucks for it. Yep. I've maybe purchased, like, $10, $15 worth of loot boxes. Yep. Yeah, probably the same. And I've I played it for over 200 hours. <laughs> like, that's good value. I would happily throw Blizzard some bucks and yep. money yeah. for, like content like this yeah i i hope that they've got something like that in the works fingers crossed um they seem to be pretty excited about this update too I they mean, were they, they they had leading up to it they were saying that this was the most exciting thing that they had felt like they worked on since launching of the game so yeah well, we, we are officially heading towards year two mm. of overwatch so we don't know what that's going to involve yet yeah i mean we were in a bit they've got they're already talking about legendary skins they're cooking up. Like, there's some for Hanzo and Sombra. three skins or something, yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's definitely stuff in the pipeline. We just yep. have no clue what it is. And we haven't had a short in a while, so I, I guarantee you we're going to get a short on the one-year anniversary. I mean, this event basically leads up towards that, so I guess we'll see what happens. Yep, yeah. But, uh, you know, what more can we say about Overwatch? <laughs> it's, just, it's such a good game. Um, it, it was Dialogue Options, Game of the Year. 2016. Uh, yes, from our list we had to whittle down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we had to kill our babies. Um, but yeah, if you haven't played it yet, it's the the update's live. It's been up. To, it's been live for about a week now, so almost Is, a week. I think it's on special, maybe. Money. Um, it doesn't matter. Go pay full price for it. It's true. It's worth. Like, it. Like, uh, pay whatever you have to pay for it. Like, obviously, if if, if someone's trying to charge like 180 dollars for it, they're ripping you off. But I mean, I mean, check if you can't get if you can't get anywhere else, then yeah. If you, well, maybe, yeah. if you definitely can't buy it digitally, then I guess pay 180 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Really. But, you know. Consider your other options first. Exactly. Uh, it is worth your money. Uh, it's uh, And this update's really good. I think it's probably their best one they've done yet. It's my favorite. It's Yeah. I mean, maybe not so as far as, like, costumes and stuff goes. Yeah, the costumes like, are pretty... The PvE nearly... It trounces everything else they've done. Like, yeah. Just Absolutely, yeah. Mocks it flat out, out of the park. Like, yeah. Done. They just keep going from strength to strength with that game. God. All right. Should we get into some news, Clara? We certainly should, Joel. Yes. All righty. Let's kick things off with uh, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Got a release date. It did. Mm. 22nd of August. God damn it. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I, I honestly thought it was going to get announced at um, 
at E3 at the very least. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised really, but considering it was at it was a pretty big focus of last E3 and yeah. then also PlayStation Experience, like that's two big shows really, and developers can't really afford to be peddling their games for too long. It's true. I think that we're in the age now where, like, I mean, you get a couple of like shows to hype it up, then you got to kind of put it out. It's like I, I'm, I like that sort of that sort of cycle of like that PR cycle. Oh yeah, I it's mean, good to be quick. Fallout Four was probably the best example of that. I mean, say what you will about that game, it was everyone was like, "Cool, here's Fallout Four. Yeah, when's it coming out? It's coming out in November this year." Everyone's like, "Bullshit." I call bullshit. I mean. Especially when you compare it to the alternative, like which is, for example, Zelda. Yeah, we waited. Wow. We waited about that game was been coming X year for the Persona last five. Persona five, like fifteen. That, I have my time hop reminds me of like twenty fourteen when I'm like, boy, I can't wait to play Persona five, and it's not, it's not yeah. happening anytime soon. So I definitely appreciate the quicker turnaround. Don't get me wrong. It can work against it as well. I mean, Mass Effect. Exactly. I mean, Mass Effect. <laughs> That's that's an interesting. Like the Easy Allies were on their podcast last week. Were saying a really interesting topic about that EA are at fault for this whole thing, not Bioware. And I went, you know what? You're you're right. They pushed it. They they obviously forced this game to come out quicker than it probably was ready to come out. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I don't like. I don't want to side with EA and be like they're the good guys, but they're gonna make money. Exactly, they're a business. <laughs> when it comes down to it, they are a business. It sucks. It, it does suck, but it's a business. Unfortunately, things suffer as, as a result sometimes. Yeah, but I mean... we. I, I mean, I played Battlefield 4 at launch. Oh, that hmm. game was not good. I remember watching you play that. And it yeah. came out at launch when it probably shouldn't have, and it was a disaster. So it, yeah. it's not... EA's done it in the past. No, exactly. And some other developers, but... I don't know, for some reason, the Mass Effect 1 just stung a little bit more, especially after Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Um, but Uncharted Lost Legacy, though... Yeah, with that, that very short clip that came out. Yes, so... Crap, it looks gorgeous. It, it looks stunning. Um, I, th- I feel like that trailer's running in 4K as well. I don't know, man. I, I, I couldn't it, tell you. But I'm sure you can watch it in 4K. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that... The, you, uh, the tech for it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's showing off a bit of 4K-ness. But we'll it, never know, because re- we don't have pros. No, no. But regardless, it's um, it still looks stunning. Um, some great performances in there. Um, it's basically just Chloe and uh, Nadine having a conversation. Um, just being in, a, in an uncharted scene, basically. Basically, yeah. It's, it's pretty stock standard, and you know what you're getting yourself into, but that's good. It's a good thing, because we know from the past that when Naughty Dog say, this is what we're doing, you know, like, all right, cool. This is, I'm excited for that. Yeah. I know that the quality is going to be there. So, um, so yeah, August 22nd, it's... They're saying it's going to be about 40 bucks US, so around think, about 60 here. I think maybe. I should have a store. Because you can pre-order it now. Right, right. It's about 59 but if you pre-order, you also get the Jack and Daxter yes. collection as well. Yeah. Which, is, so which is cool. That's a cool incentive. I yeah. I haven't played much of Jack and Daxter. Mm. What I have played didn't wow me. But yeah. if, you know what? If you pre-order a game and get a free game, like I'm never going to complain about yeah. that. Yeah, and you get it straight away too. It's, oh, oh, no, no, you I don't get it straight it, away. Yeah, it's when it comes when out. It comes out. But I, I like it, like, saying that, though. I like it when you have these games that are, like... Like, like Bethesda, Bethesda did with Dishonored. Like, you pre-order yeah. Dishonored 2, you get Dishonored 1. It's like... Fractured Butt Hole, if you pre-order that, you get Stick of Truth. Yeah. And that's, that game's not even out on PS4, <laughs> but you can... You, the only way you can get it is by 
this weird sort of backwards compatibility loophole. Yeah. Um, uh, Xbox sort of did it with Dark Souls. Like, yeah. If you bought Dark Souls 3 on Xbox One, you got a backwards compatibility version of Dark Souls. Dark Souls 3 to get Dark Souls 1. So yeah, like it's cool. I wish I could play more of my old games and yeah. my current hardware, well, but whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. I, there's no... Uh, really? No hiding the fact you, that I'm an Uncharted. You, you, Joel McDonald, are excited for another Naughty Dog production. No, no, of I course not. I am sh- shocked. It's the hot take of the week, man. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm super excited for it. And the trailer doesn't show much, but it's Which good. Which is perfect. That's good. It's it, what I wanted, yeah. Um... The room is going around. It's going to be around about 10 hours long, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah, um, I mean, well, because again, again, earlier rumors suggested it would be more like larger open areas, mm-hmm. which they sort of introduced in Uncharted 4. Yep. Which I'm fine with because I'd lost a lot of time just unnecessarily exploring the nooks and crannies that Naughty Dog so lovingly crafted. Because that's what they do. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's, you know, the level of detail that like, those guys put into their games is just oh. insane. Um. And I'm looking forward to more of that with Lost Legacy. Oh, okay. We'll get some uh, some tough news next. I mean, it's not tough for me. Oh, we can't. Yeah, <laughs> it's for, only for me, I guess. Uh, so uh, reports have come out that the uh, NES Mini, uh, this last shipment that has just shipped out, is going to be the last shipment. Rest in peace. Mm. So we if, hardly knew ye. If you haven't got one, you're probably not going to get one. Unless you're going to buy from a dickhead scalper. Oh. Um, which don't, because scalpers are the scum of the fucking earth. And honestly, it's it's not worth more no. than the $99. No, it's not. That that was That's the main attraction to the NES Mini, is the fact yeah. that it is And $99. even then, it could, be, it could benefit from being cheaper. But yeah. hey, Nintendo wants to turn a profit, and that's fine. Absolutely. They're a business. That, that, again, we were saying before about nostalgia, attacking our hearts and our oh, wallets. Yeah. This is a prime example of that. Oh, so, yes. Um, yeah, so it's being discontinued. Um, what have we got here? So, Nintendo of America have confirmed this is an article on Vooks, uh, Vooks.net. Uh, Nintendo of America have concerned that the NES Mini has been discontinued. The following statement was given to IGN. Quote, Throughout April, NOA territories will receive the last shipments of Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition systems for this year. We encourage anyone interested in obtaining this system to check with retail outlets regarding availability. We understand that it has been very difficult for many consumers to find a system, and for that we apologise. We have paid close attention to consumer feedback, and we greatly appreciate the level, the incredible level of consumer interest and support for this product. End quote. Um... There is an interesting part of that statement where it says the last shipments of the Nintendo Entertainment System NES Classic Edition systems for this year. Do you think they're going to bring it back later on next year? I don't know. It feels like that would be a weird choice. I guess they're sort of leaving the door open. Yep. But I think most of us know that Step 2 is a Super Nintendo Mini. Yep. Which, in my opinion, just negates the need for that one. Yep, absolutely. But, I mean, Nintendo might just want to leave the door open. Maybe they'll decide to make some more. It kind of sucks that it's gone, yeah, no more. That's done. Because as they said in their own statement, they've been hard to get because they've never been able to produce enough by the sounds of exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Which, 
Again, I'm sure they could have produced more. They're going the Apple route. Yeah. That's what Apple used to do. They don't do it so much anymore, but like that's what they used to do. They used to go, we're going to make this many when we know this many people want it. So Manufactured scarcity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and I guess Nintendo started that too with the Amiibo. Like when the Amiibo first came out, like there was this mad dash scramble for fucking Amiibo. I know that could be it, but I also wouldn't put it past Nintendo. But like, they're like, we'll make Amiibo, but I don't think anyone's going to want them. Not, That's true, yeah. Like, not as many people as people did. Like, who's who wants, like, really cool-looking fucking statues of their, their beloved Nintendo franchise characters? I mean, characters? they're not all cool-looking. Well, yeah, okay, we were talking about this before. Yeah, we were talking about it, especially because that's the one I want to bring up, like, for Amiibo. Like, who was going to buy a Martha Amiibo? Yeah. Apparently the answer was everyone. Yep. But, you know. I mean, I'm sure it obviously was. They could have made more and chose not to, but... Yeah, oh, it's a shame. It's, yeah, it's, um... I mean, I didn't get one. Um, there are a I, lot of people who who didn't get one and yeah. now probably won't get one, which sucks. I wanted one mainly because the NES is the only Nintendo home console that I don't have still. I still have my Super Nintendo right through to now my Switch, all on display at home. So um, I have like two Wiis and two GameCubes. <laughs> I think because, yeah, we've got like my one and Ash's one. So... Um, we have like, in terms of those consoles, we have one of each. But yeah, my Super Nintendo is my my actual Super Nintendo I had when I was a kid. Like it's I've had I've carried that with me everywhere. Um, my, my my Super Nintendo is with my NES over there, just hanging out. Yep, having a good hanging time. out over there. Um, so that was the reason why I wanted one, but I'm not too broken up inside. About nah, it. nah. Again, like when they inevitably announced the, announced the Super Nintendo Mini. That's when you get your wallet out and you pre-order that shit. Yeah, and I throw it at whatever screen is playing the advertisement for it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's good. Yeah! Preferably like the EB Games homepage or something. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Anyway. So I thought we'd just touch on that one. Yeah, it's That's... a bummer. I think it, like, if we're going to be negative at Nintendo, we may as well bring up a positive. Like, yeah, it, was exactly. announced, it was announced this week that they are partnering up with GX Australia. Oh, yeah, that's right. They are too. Yeah, that's really to, awesome. To sort of help the, the last GX Australia. So, Australia. for those out there who might know what GX Australia is, Karen, would you like to fill us in on that? Oh, God. Hang on. I've got to pull the page for that. Okay. I, I want to mess up the description of it. Let me find it. Yeah, you, you do that. Because, like, I don't want to read it out wrong because it's a very cool thing. And I still can't believe there's an Australian arm for it. Yeah, it's really awesome. Um, so, GX Australia is the country's most inclusive gaming and geek convention. So, basically, it is a week long, a weekend long celebration of everything gaming and geek related. Whether you're into comics or video games, cosplay on consoles, you'll find something here showcasing your interests and hobbies. This is basically from the GX Australia website, uh, and best of all, it's all taking place in an epically awesome, inclusive, and supportive environment. Basically, it's no matter what background, race, religion, a sexual orientation, whatever. Yeah, you should feel you you are you are welcomed and comfortable at this event, which is yeah. fucking awesome. It is. It's very cool, and this I think this year is its last one. I think as so. Well. Yeah, and so they announced this week, but Nintendo Australia has come on board to partner with them, which is very cool. It's mm. very rad of Nintendo to do that. Yep, very very good. So I just wanted to give them a good little little props for give that. A pat on the back. I mean, we're going to continue the positives on Nintendo <laughs> now. Yeah, mm. but we can't... I mean, it's important to overlook... Not to overlook, but the NES Mini was largely a dick move. Mm, absolutely, From the yep. second it was announced. <laughs> yep. 
From the second it was announced to the three seconds later when it was sold out. Um, <laughs> hey, they, they were selling it for, what do you reckon, like maybe six months, you know? <laughs> yeah. The, quote, six months, air quote, six months. Like, of that six months, it was probably about two and a half weeks. Yeah, that's probably but, yeah. accurate. Like, um, and that's being very generous. It uh, is. Yeah. So, Nintendo also had some other really cool announcements this week. They had a Nintendo Direct yesterday. Um, which went live at about 8.30 in the morning for us on Friday. Um, and a bunch of stuff. They basically said that this was going to be covering a whole bunch of Switch stuff, a whole bunch of 3DS stuff, and mainly ARMS and Splatoon 2 related. They delivered on that front. They did. So probably start off with those. They're the, they're the big focal points. Exactly, yeah. They, they they took up most of the screen time for the event. So, so basically have a structure, which probably we might touch on that first, actually, because that was very cool. Yeah, it was, actually. They they introduced, introduced the Direct, and they would speed run a bunch of bullet point stories. Mm. Then they got to ARMS, and they focused on that a bit. Yep. Then they sped run some more bullet points, and then they got to Splatoon 2. It was almost like a, like a, like a news broadcast. Yeah, it, was, it was like, you know... It was snappy, and it... It delivered a lot of content to me. Yep. There were some things that I think went past too fast. I'm like, no, wait, hang on. Yeah. Can we go back what to that, that for a second? Yeah. I need to talk. And they're like, no, we're we are going. It's like, goodbye. Probably see you in like two months at E3 or something. Yep. Maybe. Nintendo seemed to have really got that the format down for their directs now, which is really well, cool. Well, this is like the first proper direct in a long time. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. This might be the format going forward. Um, and I liked it. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was good. Cool. Still, still miss a water. Still, yeah. miss, still miss bananas being held that, up. Yeah, please understand. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, that still it does it, suck it, a little bit. Koizumi was the. I think so. The guy who was at very front, like prevalent at the Switch event with the HD Rumble. Yeah, here's a Polygon article. Nintendo Direct's new host is already yeah. one of the fans. Yeah, Koizumi. Koizumi. Yeah. He did a great job. I, I really yeah. liked him. He's great. He's the one. Was he the one from the Japanese? He was the one with the HD Doing the HD yeah. 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 He's he's being like there are some there's I don't wanna I don't wanna say this is what everyone's calling him, but there are people whispering going, he's probably the next Miyamoto. Cause he's the one sort of leading I think he's leading the right. new Mario game. Right. He's okay. Like, he's been he's been in the background on a lot of important projects as well. That's so awesome. He's I'm, kinda he's he could be the next big thing for Nintendo. He's the one to watch. Yep. The future. Yeah. Uh but speaking of the future. Arms, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, the very close future. Yeah, so Arms is coming out on June sixteenth, um, which is relatively close. It I is, think it's a good time frame. It is the week of E three. Uh, well, yeah, that's you know, we'll get <laughs> I, out. I apologize. Well, Nintendo apologizes, but doesn't really apologize yeah. to reviewers for yeah, that. Yeah, game. yeah, that that oh, that. You, you can you, hurt it. You can get. I mean, they might get it earlier, I guess. But like, no, you guys can go to E3 and then review our game. Yeah, you got plenty of time. No problem. Just take your switch with you. E3's, that's what they're. That's what they're banking on. E3 is not that busy. They're, that's what they're banking on. They're people waiting in line, <laughs> waiting for their next appointments. They're sitting oh there. god! Imagine though, like it's like cross like website promotion, like we and the, such and such from IGN uh, stood in line and played arms against such and such from Polygon, like. <laughs> That'd be fucking cool. I'd love to see that, actually. That'd be really interesting. Someone like just doubled down on that. Um, but yeah, so it's coming 16th of June. Um, they showed off a whole bunch of new characters. How, oh, like, the different... And that only one new character. Oh, one new character. Yeah, a whole bunch of characters in general. Yes. That's what I meant to say. Um, and, like, how, like, different, like, 
weapons loadouts essentially you can have. So you can switch up different types of arms that you can have. There's no better way to say it. There isn't. Like, that's, that's um, how I want you to say it. Exactly. It is <laughs> you, the game can, title. You so. can arm yourself however you yeah, want. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, that all stuff, I, I, they really sort of showed off what the level of how deep the, the gameplay can be, I think, and deep your strategies can be going into a round of arms. Yeah, um, definitely. It's it's one of those things that I'm like, I kind of hope there's a demo. Like, I know yeah. you can play it if you go to events. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like Nintendo's bringing it to GX Australia. Ah, awesome. Uh, and I kind of want to play it because it looks cool, but, like, the way they sell it and show it in gameplay, I'm like, I am super intimidated. Like, you pick two arms taken in the combat, but, like, every character has their own, like, thing yep. they can do. Like, some of them, like, the Spring Boy, he gets stronger as his health, like, when he has his health is in critical. Right, He gets, like, yeah. a, a damage boost, so yep. you got to be careful of that. And there are other characters who can just, like, I think the really big one doesn't have knockback if he gets hit. Yeah. He doesn't get yep. stunned. And, like, you, you've so, also, everyone's got, like, a like a counter-attack as well. You yeah. You can, like, deflect the people's fists and stuff. And you can sort of, like, throw them around as you well. You curve them, oh yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's one of those games that I'm sure is fun, but I am intimidated looking at it. But I, I really want... I'm trying to remember how we thought about when we first saw Splatoon. I mean, I think Splatoon was a bit different because even if you suck at it, like, watching the gameplay, you knew that you could always paint. Yeah, everything. So it's exactly. like just shoot there. You'll, you'll still get be helpful. Yeah, yeah. But this one definitely. You look at you like okay, so it it could be tricky. Yeah, I'm what, still though, excited, but I'm a little intimidated. That main theme song from it though that they had in the first trailer for it, fucking love that song. I love a lot of this game so far. Like yeah, just, just its personality and how Absolutely. it looks. And... So we should probably talk about the new character that got announced as well. Okay, the best character. Yeah, which is uh, Min Min. I think. Yeah, Min Min. Yeah. Min Min, who has. Ramen noodle arms. Perfect. And I was like, done. Perfect. I'm in. They sold the game to me in that. That's fine. And um, not only that, they were like, okay, we know you're in, but just to make sure you're super in, uh, she has an arena, and her arena is a giant ramen bowl. Yep. Perfect. She Love can it. also equip a dragon arm. Yep. Which shoots like a, like a laser beam. Yep. It's it's. I, I love all that. The, the characters all look so different and so colourful and fun. Um, I really hope that there's some sort of backstory to some of this maybe I don't know maybe I'm asking for too you, much you but I mean it could be in a game with people who just Street Fighter has, I mean look at Street Fighter yeah look at Street Fighter <laughs> well I'm not saying that it's good but it, they have it they do um, go home and be a family man yeah fuck <laughs> um, and, and they might have to patch it in like three months <laughs> afterwards maybe um, like Street Fighter 5 yep yeah. uh yeah, like I, I was already, I was sort of on the fence about arms. I was like, I'm interested. I want to know more. And I feel like after that direct, I'm like, I'm almost there. I'm like, yeah, okay. I think I said it last year that I was in on arms purely because the last time I was raising an eyebrow at a game was Splatoon. Yeah. And I ended up loving Splatoon. So that's I'm like, what, that's oh, what I mean. Like, you know. If Nintendo wants to make a new IP, yeah. I will support it at least the first entry and I'll see how it is. Yeah. But like this direct, I'm very keen. Just intimidated by the options yeah it's like it, Min Min has like she can deflect punches with her kicks when she's yeah, jumping and stuff yep I th- I feel like all of them have an ability like the that sort of deflects, but like that yeah. one is hers and it, yeah it's yeah yeah it, it seems very like twitch based as well like very there's a lot of strategy in terms of like 
when to charge your your attacks and when to unleash like a, a super move and all this sort of stuff. Um, Don't you look at that phone? <laughs> try not to. Uh, so at the at the moment we're getting we're getting people messaging us about as right now the uh, the new the last Jedi trailer has just got up and the, we have not the watched teaser it. Teaser trailer has been uploaded. And so we're just like not thinking about it. It's we're fine. Gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get through this before that's our reward for getting through it. We can watch it at the end. Um, I'll put my phone over there. Yeah, uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see more of Arms. I maybe not maybe not day one, but I think I'm I'm pretty in on it. Yeah, I mean, again, it's tricky. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't seem like a huge issue, but coming out the same week as Eve three is interesting because yep. my hype levels could be all over the place that week. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where I'm going to be. Plus, side is like we're probably going to be watching stuff at certain points. So while we're waiting for streams to start. Just jump on and play some arms. That's at the end of E3, unfortunately. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> so we'll have to sell for Mario Kart. Ah, okay, I'm fine with that. That's... <laughs> you, you, you can get by with that? I, I think I survived right. some Mario Kart. Okay, good. Mario good. Kart 8 was okay. I guess it was an okay game. Um, yeah, it's totally not my favourite Mario Kart game in the series. It totally yeah. isn't the best Mario Kart yeah. in the series, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, I... so, but I... It, it looks so good. And it there's a 2v2 mo- uh, mode as well, which looked chaotic. When I first saw eight player Smash, yeah, in Smash, I got scared. Yep. When I when I saw two v two in Arms, I got really scared. Yep. Yeah, because because we know what eight player Smash was like, and eight player Smash is mayhem. It's mayhem until like you at least whittle it down to four, the regular yep. amount of players in a yep. Smash match. It's um, they were fun. They were always oh, fun yeah. matches. Hectic. Um, but yeah, just chaos. Uh, so yeah, the the two v two, I was like, wow, there is a lot going on here. And some poor player is going to be on the receiving end of like both characters, like absolutely just four fists coming their way, ganking and yeah. Oh god! Um, but yeah, like so, I'm set. June sixteenth coming out then. Uh, the other big uh, announcement they made in this Nintendo Direct was the release date for Splatoon two. We mentioned Splatoon before. Uh, Splatoon two is coming out on the twenty first of July. Take my money. I'm buying yep. that game day yep. one. No, I'm in. Um, basically, this uh, what, what they announced, apart from just the release date, they showed off some of the, their PvE sort of horde mode that they're bringing to it called Salmon Run. Salmon Run. Yeah. Um, in, in, like, the traditional quirky Nintendo way. That's putting it mildly. Like it some sort of weird. documentarian approach to it. Mm, is it research labs? Yeah, yeah research labs. Just between research labs. Observing these inklings in different outfits. Yep. Yeah. It was weird. And collecting power eggs. Yeah. And fighting like salmon weird like monsters. robo salmon things. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's basically like a PvE event. Or PvE event. Mode. <laughs> Mode. Um, where it seems like you've got like set classes that everyone picks. Yeah. And you all sort of contribute to try and collecting these power eggs. And stashing them in the middle and trying to get to a certain point, surviving certain waves. So yeah, so it seems wave based. Uh, you can do at least you can do revives in this as well, mm. which is always good. And you can do because of the nature of Splatoon, you can do long range ones. Right. I saw footage of like a sniper seeing one of her teammates down, so they shot ink down at the squid and like, yep. at Bingley, and they got it's back up. Really cool. It's a good idea. Um, yeah, I mean, like they also alluded to the fact that maybe some. You know they're going to announce about more stuff about single player campaign stuff because they were talking about the what's the name of them? Octarian. Octarians. Yeah, 
Octorox. <laughs> yeah, the Octorox. Let's go with that. Uh, yeah, the Octorox invasion or something. Um, so I, um, which was the single player stuff from the first game, which was surprisingly good. I mm-hmm. really liked the single. player It was player a component. really good tutorial that taught you how to maneuver and work your way around. And the boss fights were fun. Yeah, they were. They were really cool. It reminded me a lot of Portal. In a yeah, way. Like it was very much based around the puzzle aspect as well, like figuring it out, like how you can get to the boss's weak point. Usually, you had to like climb objects they were throwing or they were made up of. Yep. I'm excited to see what they do with Splatoon 2's campaign. I yeah. was hoping we'd see something in the direct. Yeah. Because again, based on based on the rules I've been following, like I've kind of seen all I want to see of Splatoon 2 now. I think I I think they might open their their Nintendo E3 direct with it. Maybe. That might be a good one to probably... launch with because that, that, that for people like us that are like, we're already on the game, but so they can just like, all right, cool. Here's here's the thing you've been wanting to look at. It's out of the way. Let's get into. I guess I could stomach game. I guess I yeah, well, hey, don't even say it. Mm. I guess I could stomach another like a trailer for single player, but it does. Mm. Again, I just kind of want Splatoon two now. Yep. But I was hoping we'd see some more about the campaign. Yeah. Because again, yeah. I loved it in one. They did tease it as well, too. So they, they, they did. obviously teased it. So, um, anything else about Splatoon 2? Uh, it looks good. It does look good. And really what I good. played of the other week was fun. I didn't get a chance to play it, unfortunately. That's what I'm hoping, actually. They, I'm hoping they announce another global test fire soon. Yeah. I, I think Splatoon 1 got a couple before launch. So I'm fairly certain it did. I wouldn't be surprised if there's one near E3. Um,. That would make sense. Probably Shadow Drop during. Maybe. Like, like surprise, it's afterwards. And then their servers crash. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, there is one thing about Splatoon that leads to our next point, though, is new Splatoon 2 Amiibo. Um, now, the Splatoon 2 Amiibo look really great. These are obviously the most important Amiibo that were announced, so we'll, we'll really focus in on these, Kyron. Um You say this as I'm looking straight ahead <laughs> at what has to be about... 40 or 50 Amiibo just staring yep. at me going, ha, 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 look how much money you spent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, that does look really awesome. They are awesome. Yeah, I, love I love all it. of them. Um, yeah, no, uh, the Splatoon 2 Amiibo look really great, um, but there were some other announcements to do with Amiibo. Yeah, there was, Joel. Mm. Well, there's some new Legend of Zelda Amiibo, which yep. is really great. They announced Majora's Mask Link. Yes. Twilight Princess Link mm-hmm. and Skyward Sword Link. Yep. Which I most people suspected because they data mine Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And you can find the costume data for those three characters in that game. So yep. people were kind of like, where where are these amiibo? Considering I get the other costumes from the other amiibo. Yeah, yeah. so people basically piece that together. It is nice to see them coming. Yep. And also sad because I really want... I want those three. I wasn't too fussed about like the ones they'd already put out because I already had like a Wind Waker Link and a, uh, an Ocarina Link and all that. Yeah. But I, I would really like the Majora's Mask Link. The Majora's Mask Link could be nice. great. Yeah. Because I don't have a Young Link Amiibo, mm-hmm. and the Twilight one looks cool. And Skyward Sword, I don't mind that design. He does. I he's, quite like the he design, doesn't seem to have the weird um, parachute pants that he had in the game, <laughs> which I still <laughs> find true, goofy yeah. to this to this day. Uh, but, uh, uh, but there was some other Amiibo, Karen, that we, we knew were coming and actually have a release now. Which we I, we which knew we were coming, but we didn't know how bad it was going to be for us. Yeah. So, Bayonetta finally got announced. I, was, I got release date. Um, Cloud Strife. 
tomatoes. One more. What was the last one? Corn. Hey, there it is. Corn. So, oh, we should say the uh, the the new Link Amiibo are coming June 23rd. Great. Three days before my birthday. Fantastic. Yep. Now, the, the Bayonetta, Corrin, and Cloud Strife ones are coming on the 21st of July. But what's special about those ones, Joel? Mm, they're doing two versions of each of them. God damn it. So, uh, in terms of the Cloud Strife one, it's, it's like OG7. Yeah, it's Base Cloud and Advent Children Cloud. Yep. Geostigma Cloud, as the easy allies guys call them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is it Corrin? Is it's male and female? Male, female. Yep. Yeah, which uh, is cool. Like Robin didn't even get that option. Yeah, that's true. That's um, neat. And Bayonetta is getting Bayonetta one and two. So, <clears throat> pardon me. I'm kind of in that for six whole me, but God yeah. damn it, Nintendo. I'm in it for at least two. I'm going to get those Bayonetta ones like Noah's business. I need them in my life. I would recommend hitting that pre-order button when they come up because <laughs> there's not going to be many of them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that's... You know what, Nintendo? I hate you. But I'm going to buy them. So, this is the thing. Along with the Splatoon 2 Amiibo and Splatoon 2 all come out on the same day. Yep. And there was also one more Amiibo that was announced. The Ooh. Pikmin one. Oh, yes, of course. Which so also looks great. Because uh, Hey Pikmin is coming out for 3DS... July. Sometime. July it's in July. There was, there was a bunch of release dates for, for like Switch... Indie games and some yeah. 3DS games. That... Yeah, there was nothing of real note there. That nothing new. Sort of, that, yeah, nothing new. Nothing that we were like really like frothing over. Essentially, no. There's just games that they announced a while ago. Monster Hunter like, stories. Just um, sprinkling dates. Yeah, it was. It was good. It was sort of getting all all the business out of the way, so that we can we're, we're all up to date. We're for ready. E3. We're ready for E3. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff. That the the whole directs up on YouTube. You can watch it now. It's about half an hour. Yeah. It's it's a decent watch. Cool. Um, I, I honestly enjoyed it. I think it's a good start to if this is the direction they're going with their directs now. Yeah. Like, well, after the Indies one and now this one, yeah. it seems to be. Yeah, I really enjoy Koizumi as well. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, big choose to fill, but he did a good job. Yes, good job. Um, anything else about our about the Nintendo Direct? I mean, yeah, like, like we said, there's lots of little tidbits here and there. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, like we said, it's probably worth it going and having a look. It was. It would. It just felt like a nice way to round up all the information that Nintendo had already announced. Yep. And sort of go this, 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 this. Done, done, done. Date, date, date. Because now, like going forward for for E three, the only unknowns are really the switches online, mm-hmm. the virtual console, mm-hmm. the release date for Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. and I guess. Fire Emblem Warriors and the Fire Emblem Switch game, which we know are both in development, and the new Metro game. Stop it! It's got to happen. Karen. It's got. Don't. Okay. I. I want it to happen. I want. I want to believe, Joel. I've got. I've just got a good feeling. I've about had a this good year. feeling every E3 yeah, for actually, like the last true. four years. It's really true. It never happened. It's really true. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like the right time Look, for it. Anyway, the the biggest reasoning is we don't know what the heck retro we're doing. Yes. Retro Studios have gone dark since Tropical Freeze, so they're making something. And they're like, we're not doing Metroid. I'm like, fuck off. I mean, they may not be doing Metroid, but they might be. Mm, I, yeah, come on. You, you've opened the Metroid Pandora's box yep. now, Joel. Oh, boy. Now I'm thinking about a new Metroid. One day, Karen. It'll be on the Switch. You better play it on the go, on your TV. I'm going to play it when it, in if, bed, when, it, when it comes out on Switch. Like, it's 24 flat hours. Like, that is it. No sleep. Yep. 
It's just all Metroid around the clock. That we're gonna set up a we're gonna set up a webcam just of your face. <laughs> we're not gonna stream the game. It's just gonna be a stream of you. It'll be joy. Yeah, um, just... and it'll be very much like when Shia LaBeouf sat down and watched <laughs> all these movies. But it'll just be you, just what us watching you enjoy the love of your life, which is Metroid. I just want Samus Aran. Yep, it's been too long. It's been way too long. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you, man. I miss her. I'm totally with I you. I have her Amiibo. <laughs> I have a Figma. I have all the Metroid games. You I have a Metroid. Me- you have like Metroid. I have, a, I have a Metroid on my TV. Yep. I just miss Samus. Yep. <laughs> Bring her back. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So, just to round off, we've uh, we've got we've got two questions, but asked by the same person. It doubled feel, down. It feels like cheating. It does a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it up with him. Um. So, uh, this week, we have a question from Brod, our very good friend. Uh, Brod, who you may have heard on our Pokemon episode, or on some of our PAX coverage, uh, and also... Where, where he butted heads with me over Final Fantasy XV. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Which he still hasn't I, played, so... I remember. Yeah, he hasn't played. I don't think he's played it yet. Um, but he also has his own podcast as well. If you're into uh, TV shows... And listening to people talk about TV shows, much like we talk about video games, um, probably a little bit more eloquently. They're... They sort of approach it differently because they, they take a season of TV yep. and focus on that. Yeah, exactly. We're sort of like, what we're playing, what's in the news? We're all Answering over the questions. shop. We're... Yeah. We're, 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 we're pretty fast and loose here. It's, that's how we roll. <laughs> they they run a tight show over here. <laughs> yeah, they do. And it's really good. Um, so it's called Hunting Seasons. It's, uh, it's on all the places you would find podcasts pretty much. On your usual usual uh, spots, um, the uh, this week's episode I just listened to, which was the first episode of Louis C.K.'s TV show Louis, which I had watched. It's really good, um, and yeah, really interesting. That th- those guys really really know what they're talking about when it comes to those sort of things. Um, uh, but they still approach it in a really sort of uh, approachable manner as well. It's really easy to listen to. Um, they're very fun to listen to as well. So, yes, Broad, uh, Broad and Damask, uh, great. Go and listen to them. They're really awesome. But Broad asks us this week, two questions. What game or game series do you think would be perfect for the Switch? And what games that what game that you haven't or are not planning to play would you play if it was on the Switch? It's the obvious answer here. For, okay, so the, the, the broad answer is yep. I want every game on my Switch now. That's like, true, yeah. I mean, as, as, we're, beginning, as we're about to touch on, <laughs> yep. specifically the last two weeks, it's really hit home. But in general, like, I love the idea of having my Switch and then going, oh, off to bed. Yep. Take Bang. my Switch out, playing in bed. So therefore, I want every game on Switch. Yep. More importantly, Persona 5. Persona 5 needs to be on Switch. <laughs> and it's because for the, the exact reasons that you just said, and also we've been spoiled with Persona in the past for playing Persona 4 Golden. Persona 4 Golden on the Vita, as much as I don't like my Vita, <laughs> it was nice to play Persona 4 Golden in bed. It's, it yeah. was. It was just like, I need to go to bed. I can keep playing Persona for a little bit longer. Yeah. But, I remember having like multiple drain trips around the time I was playing it. Yeah, that too. And it was great. Just to chuck in some headphones, sit back, and play Persona 4. Cur- just... Currently, we are shackled by Persona yep. 5. Yep. Which is not a bad thing. It's not. It's, the game it still is, looks great. The game is almost perfect, if yep. not absolutely perfect. But 
I have to sleep sometimes. I have to I have to leave my couch and go and do things yep. sometimes, and it it means saying temporarily goodbye. Even knowing, like, five. even if I couldn't play it, like if I was just going to work, even just knowing that I had it in my yeah, bag, it was like I had it was the option, there. like maybe on break. It was exactly, it was just there. I could pop just pop out some persona. I could just run a dungeon. I could <laughs> run some mementos just in yeah. this time. So I desperately, desperately want Alice to get Persona Five on Switch. Yep. Uh, and I don't I, think it's. Do you think it's out of the realm of possibility? I don't. I don't know what sort of deal yeah. Sony has with Atlas at Persona because Personas one through five have all been on PlayStation platforms. Mm-hmm. Nintendo has been receiving Shin Megami Tensei games, which is like the parent series, and Persona. They did Q. get Persona Q, which was a crossover between Persona and Etrian Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if there's like some sort of deal that Sony has, but I hope there's not because I really want Persona Five on Switch. Yep, I feel like and. Like, so many people we know, mm-hmm. like, in real life and who I follow on the internet, are saying how much more they'd play Persona 5 if it was on Switch. Or, yeah, like, Broder's one of those yeah, people. he's one of those people who said that if it was on Switch, yep. he'd probably check it that's out. Where this, that's where these questions come yeah. from, from our earlier conversations we had with him about it. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that that's one of the obvious ones for me. I would love to see, and I don't know how possible this would be, but imagine Overwatch on the Switch. I feel like Jeff Kaplan spoke about it this week. Yeah, I think he did. And, I mean, I don't think he really spoke about it performance-wise. He was more so talking about they'd have to change how they sort of approach the patching process. Right. Because they'd have to review their performance and all that because it took them enough time to get, like, PC, Xbox One, and PS4 patches up to speed. Yep. And then adding another platform to that could be rough. So it doesn't yeah. sound like it could happen, but I mean, I would love it. Even if I just, I don't know how, I don't, I wouldn't want to compromise Overwatch. That's, I guess, the thing. Yeah. So yeah, you were right. This week he uh, he did a red AMA. Oh no, last month he did his initial remarks where he said, "I'm loving the Switch. Getting Overwatch on the Switch is very challenging for us, but we're always open minded about exploring possible platforms." Um, and he goes on to say, "They're always open minded about it." Yes. But it seems fairly unlikely. Yeah. Understandably I mean, I, so. I'm, I would love it. Yeah. I mean, me we're getting, I guess, not, not exactly the same thing, but a thing I would never have thought was happening. We're getting Payday 2 on the Switch. That's crazy. It, yeah. It's weird that Payday 2 is going to be on Switch. It's, not because it's an old game, because it is still supported. It's a strange game to choose, like, if it supports, like, ad hoc or, like, local. That would be. That would be cool. If that's an. Uh, if it doesn't, then that it's that's a, not going to do very well. No, it's that's done. But if it does, like, imagine like standing in line at PAX. It's like, you want to run a heist? Yeah, let's do it. Once you st- it once out. you strap your battery pack, well, to yeah, you know, you, <laughs> there are obvious limitations around that as well. But, but definitely, but, like that, that would be a cool idea. Mm, exactly. Like you know, we're, we're on a train trip. Like you know, traveling somewhere. We're like, let's do it. All right, <laughs> chuck our masks on. We're off. Like, um. Yeah, such a strange, strange announcement for that. Um, you know what I would like on it? Actually, speaking of Blizzard, okay, I like Diablo on Switch. Ooh, Diablo would be nice. Some dabbles. On yeah, that would be good. Actually, that would be a good game to whip out in queues. Yeah, typically it's a game where you just fire up, you kill like a hundred demons, get some sweet loot, then you're out. And also, too, the fact that you can play it on TV and then chuck it up. Yeah, exactly. Bang off we go. So, yeah. Uh, I think games like that that are good at like for like quick fun bursts. Even oh, maybe there's not enough buttons for it, but even like playing in tabletop mode with the two Joy Cons, you could even. 
Uh, but I don't think I don't think there's enough buttons. I don't think there's enough buttons for that, unfortunately. I think you need the the, the four sets of shoulder buttons. Yeah, typically I think it was yeah, like use the four face buttons and I think the triggers usually. Yeah, and then you got to move around as well and have like the menus and all that. So I think there's not enough buttons for that. It'll be cool It'll be if you cool. could do that. Yeah. Oh, and you need the two sticks as well. Oh yeah, of course. Mm, you don't really need a second stick. That just dodges. Just oh, like a true. dodge roll. <laughs> yeah, of course. Which wasn't in the PC Diablo when I played it. So when I played it on console, I was like, "What does the second stick do?" Oh, this is how I move now. I everywhere, yeah. <laughs> just um, like in Zelda. What else wiki is it? Yeah, I could like nearly I could nearly point at any game like I. That's want, really I true. Switch. Yeah, I think you're right about like now because I mean at first I was like uh, I don't think I'll use it that much. It's a cool idea because mm. I'm not really. I mean I have portable systems but I definitely play them less mm-hmm. but with Zelda there was a lot of times where I, I would just pop it out and go to bed and play more Zelda because I wanted to play more Zelda yep but I couldn't sit on the couch of course not gotta go to bed exactly we're gonna catch get comfy. somewhere yeah exactly yeah. even more comfy than the couch yeah. yeah so like nearly any game on Switch would make me happy mm. but specifically Persona 5 I would like some sort of racing game please F- like some like F-Zero? I, F zero. No, I, I'm I'm talking more like a like a, a racing game, like a Need for Speed. I would love a spiritual successor to Burnout Three Takedown. I just would I would like that on anything. But now, if we're talking about what we want on Switch, I want a Metroid on Switch. Yeah, well, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's gonna be on there. Yeah, you know. Um. Yeah, I think. Gonna, like a new... Can we get like a Persona collection? <laughs> Oh, Kyron. To, to go with a Dark Souls collection. Oh, Kyron. Oh, boy. That's what I want. Imagine yeah. if they bundled Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5. In a and Persona 5. Fuck. <laughs> that's what I want. That's, oh. my, that's my dream. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. I do you believe would, I'm you, getting the vapors. You would never find better bang for your buck. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Even if it was like 120 bucks, I'm like, yeah, no, worth it. Yeah, that's like 120 hours is one of those games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what about like a Rogue Squadron game? I mean, I don't know. Actually, no, these are all just games that we just want in general. <laughs> I, I want, I want a Rogue Squadron game. And look, if the Switches have that game comes to be, then yes. But imagine again, like local multiplayer, hooking up. It's like, all right, cool. Dogfights. Squadron up. Off we go. What about a proper and not Star Fox Zero Star Fox? <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> Like a co-op Star Fox. There's a, there's a lot of cool things I want to switch. Yeah. And it's, it does mostly revolve around not having to use the TV sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, and actually socializing with people. The yeah. option is nice. Being Karen. Being Karen taking you switch to your, <laughs> to your neighbor's rooftop parties like any, any Switch owner does. She's like, fuck off, I'm playing Mario Odyssey. No one knows about this game yet. Yeah. This game's not out for another year. Yeah. How are you playing this game, it, At this point, this game doesn't even have a name. To be fair, like, she could only play that one part, though. That's true, yeah. That, that, that specific <laughs> that 30 split seconds. Second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what are like, games that you, you haven't played that you feel like you would play if it was on the Switch? There's a good example coming up, actually. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest XI. Ah, oh, perfect. I have not played a single Dragon Quest game. It's probably the, the biggest thing I'm guilty of. Because mm-hmm. I love Japanese games. Yep. Specifically, I love Japanese RPGs. Mm-hmm. Specifically, specifically, I love Japanese turn-based RPGs. And yet I've never played Dragon Quest. Right. But Dragon Quest Eleven, it's coming to Switch. It's coming later to Switch. But it's coming to Switch. And I'm going to play it on that. Good call. 
thank, thank you Square Enix for, for giving me that I mean it is coming to PS4 and if it wasn't coming to Switch I would probably buy it on that but I can't say no to playing it on TV and in handheld mode yep I'm trying to think of what one I would have what's a game that you've been telling me to play uh Persona like, oh, 3 <laughs> well there we go there's it uh, Dragon Quest yeah Dragon Quest Dragon one. Quest is a good one like Again. Now that I'm, I'm I'm open to playing JRPGs now. <laughs> Thank you, Persona Four Golden. I'm trying to think. Um, like, there's a, there's like a lot of potential there. Yeah, like I think, I honestly think that third parties are slowly coming around to it. I mean, Ubisoft is releasing Monopoly for it. Yep, and they're not even theming it. <laughs> like it's yeah, I know, which is dumb, but Ubisoft is releasing Rainbow DLC. Legends for it. Mm, that's that's a tough one. That's a bitter one. It's that fucking a cheeky. Tough pill to it's a it's a cheeky one, that one. Um Yeah, I think I think the third parties are something I'm like I mean Starbreeze is it just Starbreeze that do yeah. uh payday too? Like that that that's not something that people were clamoring for, was like, we want payday two on the switch. Like but now it's a possibility. It's like Yeah And if it has ad hoc I would consider it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm definitely I'd be I'd be keen for that. Um, I don't know. I guess Rogue Squadron would be a good one. I've never, I never played a Rogue Squadron game, but I mean, again, I would just play that. Get out. <laughs> it was an idiot. I mean, I did play a little bit with you that night. We played some more. <laughs> it was really fun. Was that before we saw Force Awakens? Uh it was. Yeah, it was really good. Fucking slave one can get fucked. <laughs> I, I I promise I'm not bringing Star Wars into this because we've got a trailer to watch soon. But that just happened to be what was what was going on. Um, cool. I don't know, like, yeah, but it's just the idea of a Switch, man. Like, I, th- yeah. Because of how that thing works, like, as long as the game runs well, mm-hmm. if you put it on there, I'll probably buy it on there. And that's the thing, like, we've said this multiple times before, the console does what it advertises on the box, and it does it well, and it does it the way that they advertised it. Click, it's just click. Bang, bang, instantaneous. Thankfully... I'm careful of mine, so no scratches. Mm-hmm. I bought a case for mine this week. It hasn't warped in the dock, which yep. some people have, like a very limited number of people have experienced recently. Mm-hmm. So it's. But I feel like that's just another iPhone six case. Yeah, it happened. Unfortunately, defects happen. Yep. You know, they make a lot of these things, and yeah, there are going to be like when I got my Wii U and got the Bung one. I got yep. a Bung gamepad, it just didn't work out the yeah. box, so that happens. Oh boy. Well, I reckon that's about it, Karen. Can we just get Persona 5 on Switch? Who, yeah, do, who do we have to call? Who, who, do, who at Atlas do we have to go and harass? I don't know anyone that works at Atlas. Like, I don't... I, That's no, not, not good not, enough. Not that I like... <laughs> not personally or, or at all. Like, I just... I don't know anyone who works at Atlas. It's not good enough. Not good uh, enough. Persona 5, let's make it happen. <laughs> Hashtag Persona, Persona 5 on Switch. Nintendo's marketing was all red. Persona 5 is red. Like, exactly. Just make it happen. Like, um, I'll buy it again. I will. I'll pay money for it. <laughs> I just want to play it on the go. Release a Take Your Heart edition for it. I'll pay for it then. I'll buy that. Just because you missed it, Joel. I did. You missed out. I really did. Josh, I need to see yours. I need to, t- I need to touch that bag. Just don't wear your bag like Ryuji wears his, please. Has he wears it? So it's a messenger bag, isn't it? It's 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 mostly a messenger bag, though, isn't it? Sort it of. It's kind of a handbag. 
Okay, but even it's an then, oversized handbag. Even then, mm. Ryuji wears it like a backpack. Oh, he does too. He does, and it sort of annoys me, <laughs> like most things that Ryuji does. Yep. Which we'll talk about when we actually open yeah. up Persona Five. When we deep dive on but that. But don't wear it like that. If if anyone has it, please. <laughs> but feel free if you do have it to keep your cat in it. Yeah. Especially if it talks. Oh man. But not if it makes me go to sleep all the time. I wish I could. Yeah, fucking Morgana, chill. <laughs> I'm Let me go man. out. I'm not that tired. <laughs> Let me go out of the night time. Um, I think it's about it, Karen. <laughs> I think we're done. All right, Joel. Let's get let's get out of this so we can we can watch the. Yeah, I the, promise I'm not rushing this. I, I'm actually pretty tired. I've been up since like nine this morning. That's fine. And so, but yeah, I think that was, that was a good episode. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't want to toot around horns, but it was good. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. If you've gotten this far. If you want to follow us on the social medias, you can hit us up on Facebook. Just do a cheeky search for dialogue options. You can throw us a like. Uh, we post questions. We post our ask us questions thread there weekly, where you can drop a line there. You can email us. Yes, dialogueoptions at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Link us an email there. You can follow us on Twitter at dialogueoptions. <laughs> uh, individually, if you want to follow us, I am at X on Twitter. Currently, I'm not really there because I'm scared of Persona spoilers. <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, but you can follow my friend Joel at Jolly Mac, where I was posting. I think Nick Robinson's uh, reposting Nick Robinson's tweet about the expectations versus reality of what the Bayonetta amiibo might look like. If you want to see that, go to at Jolly Mac. It's pretty fucking funny. It's funny, and unfortunately, it could be an <laughs> ominous view into the future of that Bayonetta amiibo. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but until then, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll let our wonderful theme song by Azure Flux, uh, Strike Witches Get Bitches, take us out. Yeah. So we'll see you then. Stay out. Bye. <laughs>